We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. A special guest this week. It's been too long. It's been too fucking long. I, uh, I, Fonte I, Hill. By the way, I'm just gonna introduce the go Fonte Hill. Uh, because friend of the show Fonte has been listening into the spaces uh, all damn week long. So he he decided to say, you know what? I'm gonna come and join the Light Years Pod Boys and uh, <laughs> and let him know what's really going on, man. What's up with you, brother? What's up, boys? Hey, that, those spaces are dangerous, man. The, mid, the the spaces I tuned into last summer for the first time ever, I was in Lake Tahoe, and I'm looking at Twitter for a second. I tried to delete all the apps when I go on vacation. never worked. Try to still go on Twitter, yeah, see what's yeah. going on. And Kevin Durant's in the spaces. And there's cats on the spaces telling Kevin Durant what a pick and roll is and what a double is and what a play is, split action. And I was just like, wait a minute. This is spaces? Cats are telling a top, top 15 player of all time how to play basketball. We're telling them basketball, trying to teach them basketball concepts. It's like, what? And so I see those spaces, man. It is a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous place. I am good. I won't even raise my hand to talk in those spaces. I'm good. I try to hide the cut, but you can see all the avatars. I'm like, nah, let me get up out of here. <laughs> that's, that's actually my least favorite part about spaces. It's like you, people can see if you're just chilling in there and lurking. Like you click into right. it and I'm like, oh, there's uh, there, there's Anthony Slater seeing if he can aggregate something. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> oh, man, By the way, shout yeah, out Slater. That's, that's our guy. Um, that's our watching, guy, yeah. watching Bucks Lakers right now and Lakers space is about to be special tonight. But let's get on to the <laughs> let's, let's get on to the Warriors because um, we're sitting here. We're like a week away from the trade deadline. And I mean, I'm just gonna throw out that Warriors aren't gonna make a trade. Do we all agree? They're not yeah, like they're not. we they're not trading the Wiggins. They're not they're not there's no. not like randomly like gonna trade Clay Thompson for someone <laughs> else. Like all right, don't even throw that out there. Yeah, right. it's, it's okay. I you know, Come it on. doesn't matter. And more more than anything, it's like even if they wanted to make a trade, I just don't see how they have an avenue to without like breaking up the team in a real way. So let, let's start with this, Bonte. Would you even do you even want them to add anything to this team? 
going into the stretch run of the season? Like, are you happy with what the roster's at? Is there even anything you want this team to get? I mean, I love what a roster's at. The only thing I need is help. You know, I need I need a healthy Draymond Green. I need a healthy James Wiseman. And, you know, Draymond obviously is the, is the key here. Defensive player of the year, four-time All-Star. You need him in that lineup come playoff time. But it would be nice to spell James Wiseman for 10 to 15 minutes to give Looney a blow here and there because riding on Looney here, you know, he's played all 82. I commend him. He's playing some really good basketball, knows his role really well. Man, that is dangerous when you get to the deeper rounds of the playoffs. You know, when you play the Phoenixes and the Milwaukee's or the Brooklyn's, like you need some size here. So if there's anything on the buyout market, like I heard Mark Gasol's day floated out there. I don't know how good he is at this Tristan point. Tristan Thompson. Smart. Tristan, yeah, that, that, oh, now I saw that. Oh, said, oh. I'm not going to lie to you. I when know. I saw the buyout for five seconds, I said, Tristan Thompson, hmm. And I was like, that's not going to work. You can't bring Tristan Thompson to this locker room. <laughs> oh, you can't bring boy. him to this locker room. No, Aisha's not so, going to be into uh, it. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tristan and Clay, though. I mean, they may be. You know. Oh, man. I, 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 yeah. I don't Yeah, we can't do Yeah, I don't know about Tristan. <laughs> We're not, we not going I don't know about Tristan. <laughs> I can't do that one. So if there's anybody in the buyout market to keep option, that's about it in terms of size. But really, I like right. this roster, man. You got, a, you got the core group. Obviously, with Steph, Clay, and Dre, and uh, you got Andrew Wiggins, who's finding his own. I can't wait to see him in these playoffs because he's just automatic from the corner. He's playing really well, obviously, as an all-star starter. But Jordan Poole, the ascension of him. And I love how Jordan Poole ended last season. Look, he wasn't ready to go in those big games in terms of like, oh, you want Jordan Poole taking big shots? But he wasn't afraid to take big shots. And the improvement that he made from getting recalled from the G League to the end of last season, I like where Poole's at. I love this roster right now, man. 41 and 13, they're sharing the ball. They got the nice youth movement going on. So it's nothing that will I, I really want. Like Miles Turner, that name's been thrown around for like a year and a half. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm I, good. I, I, just, I don't think know. Miles is an option. It, just the way that it feels like like Sabonis got traded tonight today, Fonte, for, right. for, for Halliburton. And I think part of that is is Miles Turner probably wants to have his own team. He probably thinks yep. he can average 24, 25 points. And, yeah. I, and I think. That's not going to happen on the Warriors. (laughs) Like, he's not going to be able to fit. Here's my bigger thing on Miles. Like, okay, so I would probably trade Wiseman for him straight up. But you can't do that. Just to to pull off the trade, you would have to trade Wiseman and, like, Looney or Kuminga. And that's just to make it work. And I'm sitting here, and they're, like, 41 and 13. I, I at this point, I have just a soft spot for Looney. Like, you're really going to trade right. him after all he's done for you this year? And I'm definitely not trading the potential of Kuminga plus Wiseman for Miles. Like, if it's a one-for-one, one, you right. can convince me, like, all right, you're, you're taking a bet that Wiseman will never be better than Miles Turner. And, that, and that's kind of the bigger issue with these trades. It's like, it's even if there's a player you like, you're going to end up giving up too much or something that doesn't make sense. Like, I would like Pascal Siakam do I really want to trade Kuminga and Wiggins? Who's having a career in the middle of a se- Like it just He's doesn't make sense. a hell of a year, but now I'm good. It I'm doesn't good. make sense. Mid-season. Yeah. It's like, like maybe if they don't get it done in the off season, then we can talk about maybe you should do that sort of stuff. But like when they've played this well, it doesn't make sense to do anything drastic other than, you know, maybe add like, okay, if there's a buyout big, you, you swap belly or, or right. want Toscano for one of those guys, but like right. shaking it up, like it, it just, it doesn't feel right. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm good off all that. You know what I'm saying? Like Piasco, <laughs> Pascal Siakam was the name. And I was on record. I was like, look, I wouldn't even trade Wiggins straight up for uh, Siakam. I remember telling Grant Lithman this at NBC. I was like, I'm good, man. I'm good with this roster. I, li- I like Wiggins. The Pascal Siakam's balling up there in Toronto. And they've, right, they've right. had a surge there in the Eastern Conference. And you got to give Nick Nurse and that, that team credit, man. They're, they're hooping right now especially with all the things they went through early on in the season with COVID and everything, all the injuries, the adversity playing in empty arenas. But, like, Kuminga's star, I mean, come on. That's, that athlete, his athletic prowess and, uh, prowess and uh, the way he's just electrifying the crowd. Like, Kuminga jersey's already out there, Jason. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's already out there. Joe Lacob and company are probably thinking, like, man, the marketing we could do for Jonathan Kuminga. <laughs> you can do no wrong with JK. He's innocent. He's 19. He's got all the ability in the world. And then Wiggins has just found himself. How cool is Wiggins, though? Like, we, I thought when he, it's got, a really you know, cool when he was story. in Minnesota, it's a really cool story, man. His reputation. And now he's smiling. He's having fun. I like the way he's hooping. So uh, I, I like this roster as is. 41 to 13. It's hard not to like them. And they could match up with different teams with different lineup combinations. So I, I like where they're at right now. There's nobody I, out there that I'll be like, yo, trade this guy for it. Like, there's. Like James Harden? You want to blow up the team for a James stop Harden? It. Stop somebody, it. Bonte, somebody stop asked it. me that today. The somebody real big what they, what did they say? I said, I said, come on, man. I said, man, James Harden on the block, huh? How would you he, – he's got skill. I said, dude, stop it with the Harden stuff. Just stop. 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 Just, no, let's not even complete that sentence, all right? <laughs> <laughs> that's insulting. maybe maybe if they repeated last year and they're in the you know middle of the pack then you're like all right let's try something drastic that, like that's oh, the yeah. thing like before the season if right. the warriors were a five six seed right now and and, and you know they're still not healthy the thing is 500 the, the warriors they've played not a single well technically seven seconds with steph Draymond and clay but right. <laughs> not a single game those guys have played with each other and this team is currently the second best team in it. Like it's them, the Suns, and the Bucks. They are the yep. best three teams in the NBA, yep. and nobody else is close right now. Yep. And that's nobody. what the Warriors not having their best three players on the floor at the same time one time. Like that's worrisome on one end. But if you told me that before the season, I would have told you, yeah, this team is five hundred right now. And the thing is, Andy, they know how to win in the playoffs. <laughs> how many yep. war, how many wars they've been in? You can't underestimate that. And they'll bring along. Uh, Draymond Green, I mean, excuse me, Andrew Wiggins for the ride. And Jordan Poole, I'm telling you, man, those games last year late, yeah, the Warriors fell short in the playing game against Memphis. They fell short against the Lakers. I just like how Jordan Poole is a 21-year-old was like, F it. I'll take the shot. I ain't afraid of the shot. Be decent guys, some irrational confidence type of players in the playoffs. And Jordan Poole is playing at a nice pace right now. So I like, I, I again, not having Dre in this stretch is good for the team. You win, you win nine straight without Draymond Green, and guys yeah. are getting experience. Guys are playing well. They're moving the basketball. They're not blowing too many defensive assignments. Yeah, there was an adjustment early on without Draymond Green. That ball's hopping, man. They're playing some good ball. The only thing that could beat the Warriors is health. That's the only thing I'm concerned with right now when it comes to the Warriors. And there's there's nothing you can do on the trade market for that. Like there's a, there's nothing you can do to to get Draymond healthy. It's just kind of you have to ride with it. It sucks. Um, yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. Like, and I was one of the more act. Like, you can listen to the preview of the season. I said the Warriors would be the three seed. I was mm-hmm. probably higher than most people on the Warriors there, but I also said like, eh, they're a player away. They need to trade Wiggins for Siakam. They need to do something like that to get them over the hump. Having watched it go through, I'm not sure that's the case anymore. Like I, 
whether it's true or not, they should roll with this through the playoffs. And you know what? If they don't get it done, we can we can talk about that sort of stuff. I again. was going to say, yeah. Yep. If they you know, recalibrate. Right, yeah. But like right now with this team you have and the chemistry that they have, and Bonte made a point. This is why I, I think talking about the Phoenix Suns, I, it's, it's going to be a tough series if they both get there. But I, I just – it feels like the Warriors have an edge because they've played that series. 30 times mm-hmm. in the last five mm-hmm. seasons they've mm-hmm. done it they've done it a million times and i'm i'm giving that team the edge versus the other one especially especially one of their best players a 38 year old five foot tall point guard yeah no that's a great point where's chris paul going to be at at the end of the run you know western conference finals where the warriors are going up and down and limping like last is he going to be able to last yeah. is he going to be able to last dude and, and and you made a great point about the suns you know or the warriors being in these in these wars, they their run was similar to the Suns' run last year, their first championship run in 14-15. Of course, when uh when they played Memphis and they were down 2-1, they're playing the Rockets, and of course they played the Cavaliers in the finals and they're down 2-1. Phoenix got a lot of breaks in the postseason last year. A lot of breaks. And they took advantage of it up until the finals. And when you're up 2-0, they, you know, losing four straight in those finals, that weighs on you when you're getting behind in the series. They didn't close out in that series and they were slow. Like 98 points, 100 points. That was 90s basketball that turned into. It was a grind. Hmm. And I just think the Warriors have been through those wars. They're like, oh, we can grind with you. And then we can explode at any minute. And we saw a preview of that Christmas Day. Christmas Day was a great example. Nobody takes those games as a joke. That was a statement made by the Go to State Warriors. And they were missing guys. They were missing guys. So, you know, Phoenix, I don't think they're deep enough. No pool, no Wiggins. And you win that basketball game, impressive stuff, man. So, I, I like the Warriors, and look, they've won game sevens on the road. They've won game sixes, elimination games on the road. So I don't worry about the one seed or the two seed, and a lot of people are, surprisingly. I don't – they could drop the three, all I care. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're going to be a dangerous, dangerous team in the postseason with that threesome of Steph, Clay, and Dre together uh, in the playoffs, and hopefully Dre is uh, is healthy with the lower yeah. back injury. Yep. And I, th- I think Phoenix is really good, but my whole thing with they Phoenix are. is – unless DeAndre Ayton is going to take over the series. And I just don't think he'll do that against the it's Warriors. Not, it's yeah. He's no. not, he's not that guy. He's like one. <laughs> he's tier. not that guy. Yes. Yeah, he's right. one tier. He's he's, he's phenomenal. He's a great player, but he's like one tier below those type of guys. And then you get into yep. this beyond that. It's like, all right, I know I'm going to take Steph and clay and Draymond instead of, you know, Chris Paul and Devin Booker, like they're great and yeah. all, but like Ayton has to be the one who flips that series. So, right. I, can Phoenix beat the Warriors? Sure. Do I like the Warriors' chances if they're healthy going into the series? Yeah. It's not the, it's not the team that scares me the most. I also think isolation ball late in games against the Warriors do not work. All right? It does not work. And Booker, he'll Unless go one-on-one. On one he's a great one-on-one on one player. Yeah, He's one great one-on-one on one player. But I like the Warriors' wings against Devin Booker, man. They could fluster him. Don't forget about the GP2 factor <laughs> where he gets under people's skin. And he could swing a game in three to five minutes by coming up with a couple steals and some fast break dunks. So I like where the Warriors are at, man. Phoenix is good. They're really they're well coached. I thought they had a really good win in Philadelphia today. Um, they're a tough team, no doubt about it. I don't want to take anything away from them, but I'm putting my chips on the Warriors, man, because of what they've done in the past. And they just know how to win those games. They know how to close a championship type of series out. I was I was gonna say Devin Booker is have to like Sam just said he's gonna get have to get in his Kyrie bag in his LeBron in his KD like that's those are the only guys hmm, yep 
those three guys are, and those are the three best ISO players that you can possibly have in the entire world. Right. Um, and those are the only guys that that can score on the Warriors. And and, and how do you you talked about GP two? He's probably the guy. By the way, he's probably going to be in that series against Memphis. I'm excited for that one. He's another yeah. story. So we talked about Wiggins. He he, he kind of now he's kind of changed his career. He, he's incredible. Kaminga. We probably need to talk to, about him a little more. But GP two is the guy that man. Stephen Draymond wanted Avery Bradley. And it's Man. not really their fault. It's not like they – and right. the Warriors cut GP2. It's not like the Warriors said, yeah, yeah we right. want this guy. We're going to keep him. Right. We're going to sign. Like, they cut him because they wanted to save a few bucks. And then they got him back because nobody else wanted him. And now this guy is – he's going to play playoff minutes. He has to. He's going to be – he's the oh, only guy that can guard job. He's the only guy. Dude, he, he deserves it too. He deserves to get some playoff minutes. And his, his jumpers come a long way as well. You know, I don't want to slide him offensively, but the jumpers coming – now we're not like – when he's shooting it through, we're not. No, 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 no. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We're like, oh, it's not a bad shot. Not a bad shot. And, of course, the posters that he had. Talk about another guy who electrifies Chase Center. He just gets in people's dome. And I saw glimpses of it last year. I'm sure you guys did, too. There was a game against Denver. I, I'm a, we're all geeks about basketball. But little right. things like this, right? Into the first half. Uh, I think it was the game Steph broke the record for franchise points. Uh, I think he surpassed Wilt that night. And Gary Payton, the second came in, situation – situational uh, uh, defensive uh, possession here, five seconds left at the end of the first half, and he guards Jamal Murray full court, all 94 feet, and forces him into a tough shot. Number was sitting there with Durant. I was like, man, did you see? I think Willie was there that night. I was like, man, did you see that? He goes, dude, GP2 at the end of quarters, you know, if you, if you want to steal a defensive possession, he's good for that. He's so good for that. Then you start giving him extended minutes. And point guards get frustrated, man. They really don't yeah. like dealing with a guy. Like LaBello Ball, we saw him. He could not handle Gary Payton the second late in that game. Dude, he was like, man, get this dude off of me. He's guarding me for 94 feet. What is this, college? You know what I'm saying? So he has that <laughs> mentality. And, yeah, you're right. It tore his tick on him. And how great – like, I, I didn't want Avery Bradley. He looked kind of cooked in the yeah. preseason. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. you know what? Just give – I'm kind of with GP, too. Just let it see. But then, you know, obviously, you got to get the stars what they want. When the Warriors didn't do right. that – I was right, like, damn, right. all right, this is right. off to a great start, quote-unquote. You know what I mean? Right. And then you get GP2 back, and everybody loves Gary Payton second now. I mean, we've forgotten about Avery Bradley. Avery who? And Avery Bradley was a name Warrior fans talked about for, like, five years, I feel like. I feel like every – Steph's guy. Yeah. Every <laughs> month we were talking about Avery Bradley. Oh, man, if Avery Bradley was a Warrior, oh, man, it'd be great because he has some really good games against the Warriors. But, man, GP2 is definitely playing against Ja. He's playing against Devin Booker. He's going to be that pit bull that the Warriors need. Oh, he's, he's, you know, he's there. He's my favorite story of the season because he was on a non-guarantee until like game 35. Yep. He, oh, he literally fought his way into, and you guys are both right. He's in the top seven, eight of the rotation of the playoffs. Like we know the starters, you know, um, Jordan Poole is going to be in there. You know, uh, Andre Godal is gonna get some minutes if he's healthy, and GP2, right. and that's a and Otto Porter. That's about Otto it. Porter. Those, are, yep. those are the guys you know Kerr's gonna give a shot to every game. And if they're you know, if they're not feeling it, then maybe he'll go deeper in the bench. But like no matter what, those guys are getting the first shot at it. And GP2 going from camp invite, non-guarantee to beating out the veteran that your hall of famers wanted on the team because they knew right to being this guy. Like it's a pretty cool story. You don't see it every day. Yeah. It it feels like the Warriors are turning out these stories left and right now during this run, just watching JaVale McGee against the Sixers. I'm like, he's got a double, double 
saw him hit a three the other day. What a story. It's 2022. He comes to the Warriors in 2017 as a camp invite, just like GP2, and redeems his career, rejuvenates himself. And now he's a three-time champ. He's playing for the Suns. He's got a gold medal. So GP2, like, those stories are great, man. They're really – JTA last year was a great story for the Golden State Warriors. So it's a good problem to have when you got that top eight, nine. And then if one of those guys get in foul trouble, you got the emergency, you know, break, break glass at the emergency, right? You got the JTAs. You got the Damian Lees, which I'm going to get. Drives Warrior fans crazy. Damian Lees falling now, though. You know what? He's hooping, By the way. He's had some moments. He's had some moments. I'm just saying. Warrior fans need to calm down on those guys. Like, I'm a critical dude. But for guys at the end of your bench, you will never do better than Damian Lee and JT. Like, they win games for the Warriors. There are not a lot of guys who can – be out of the rotation for two weeks and then get thrown in and play like it's nothing and give you that type of result. So it's like, everything's about like context of role. So I'm going to, no doubt. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to bat for those guys at all times. All times, dude, all times, man. So Warriors have a good problem. They got a good problem on their hands. Having, we didn't even mention a rookie Kaminga. I mean, (laughs) there's going to be a playoff game where Steve Kerr's like, go play small ball five. He'll play the front line with Draymond, and he's going to just do something insane that breaks the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are good problems. Like, Steve Kerr's like, you know what? Go play defense on this guy for five minutes to the fourth quarter. The one thing we know about Kaminga, he ain't no punk, man. He's like, I, I belong here anyway. Like, the kid's 19 years old. thinks he belongs in the start lineup. And I'm not mad at that at all. So, it's a good problem to have, man. Those three guys, but, you know, like you said, Otto Porter Jr., GP2, Jordan Poole, and then you got the Kamingas of the world and the Damian Lees of the world. We're just in a great spot right now. That's why when you asked the question earlier, what do they need to do? Just stay healthy. (laughs) Just stay healthy. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Kuminga, 
Kuminga, by the way, most confident teenager I've ever seen in my life. My I was God. at I was I was at Summer League in Vegas, and I'm sitting with our mutual friend and part-time host, Aaron Larsoul, and Lightyear's yeah. listener, Tommy Gunn. We're sitting there, and actually, I take it back. I also throw out uh, Jason Maples came and joined us too. We're sitting there. I'm watching Kuminga. Warriors fan Maples, by the way. Warriors <laughs> fan Maples. He's he's Maples pivot. okay, by the way. Real quick, Maples okay. No, Cowboys are losing it. Pelicans. <laughs> they for CJ McCall. Um, Lakers stink. Like, where's Maples at, dude? He, like, I thought he was a coach, man. He's tweeting nonstop. Maples, get off of Twitter, dude. He's going to be all right, man. He's going to be all right, man. He's going through it, dog. I'm like, dude, Contra Costa, I thought they were playing well. You know, he should be like, should be good. Sad, man. He's, he's oh. man, I'm worried about your boy, man. <laughs> I think cut that I up think, and send it to him. I, yeah, he, I think he's doing fine. But what I was going to say is <laughs> I'm sitting there, and the thing I am drawn to is Kuminga is walking around. He, he just – the energy is like it's – he thinks he's Kobe Bryant. That's that's all I can say. He's like – he's the most so, confident teenager I've seen in that type of setting in a long time. And it's just like it, it ties into everything the Warriors are saying about him where it's like you can tell they're trying to – kind of rope him in a little bit because he mm-hmm. thinks he's the best like he if you asked him i'm sure he thinks he should be starting right now i'm sure he oh, thinks he's God. yeah he's just like yeah yeah steph and claire you know they're hall of famers but i'm just as good that type of energy right <laughs> no they do we went up there to summer league the california classic and shout out to steve at premier limos they got us a ride up there shasky and i go up there and, and butcher's like yo this Kuminga kid is strong and his first attempt i think it was a three and it was an air ball but he shot it. It was like, all right, he's got confidence. And then he just starts going to the rack. He's trying to dunk, try to dunk on like five dudes in that game. He made like one, but he tried to dunk on like five dudes. I'm like, you know what? I can live with this. I can live with it. And then we walk up to him at media day. Chasky and I, we walk up to him. And, you know, he's like, we asked him, does, does he play video games? And he's looking at us like, I'll kill y'all on FIFA. Y'all don't want it. 2K, <laughs> y'all don't want it. And it was just like, we love this guy. We love this guy. He's talking about whipping Clay's car. He's talking about food. He's like, yo, have you eaten out here? He's like, oh, yeah, I've had some dumpling spot pretty good. Like, he is a confident human being. And he's driving, you know, he's going down to Summer League thinking, I don't need to be here. I need to be with right. the big boys. I right. can live with that for a 19-year-old man. He's going to mature, and he's learning on the fly. You can just tell with every interview after every game, he's getting more and more mature. He's starting to get it like, man, I could be really good, and I'm in a great situation to where we're going to be playing for championships. And when they're ready to pass the torch, I'm going to be that dude. And I'm going to have all that wisdom from Steph and Clay and Dre, Iguodala and Looney. I mean, he's did got you so play him in FIFA? You need that. Did you? I did not play him in FIFA yet. No, we, I'm not a FIFA guy. I've been stuck on the bat. And Shasky's not a FIFA guy, but he'll, he'll sacrifice one for the team. I'm just not trying to get embarrassed like 20 to nothing in a soccer <laughs> match. Like one time, Ian Williams, we played Madden, right? Former 49er, Ian yeah, yeah, Williams. Yeah. Dude was up we don't talk about the Niners, nine. by the way. Dude, yeah, I know. We, we, just to <laughs> we be quick, trust me. Yeah. Just to be quick, trust me. SoFi Stadium, walking out of there, had me feeling some type of way. But Ian Williams is like a Madden pro. He's up only 35 nothing in the first quarter. Oh That's my never God. happened to me. I quit the game. I was like, nah, I'm not doing this, dude. <laughs> you know, nah, bro. You out here like blitzing free safeties and sacking me too. Nah, dude, this isn't fair. So I worry that Kuminga has that type of skill on FIFA and NBA 2K, but he's cocky. He's got that arrogance, man, that you like. He's got yeah, that swag. Kaminga, Kaminga has it all. I think uh, he, he's also got – he also seems coachable. I think that's the thing that yeah, when you hear Draymond and, and Steve Kerr talk about him, it, it seems like he's not 
he's not, this is my way. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to figure this out. It seems a lot of like, Hey, like if I don't know what I'm doing, you guys help me figure out what I should be doing right. and I'll do it. Like, that's not, yep. that's not an issue for him. And uh, no, I that's just, a good point. he just seems, he just seems like he gets better every time he plays basketball, <laughs> which it, you know, we get used to it because it's been six, seven years now of the warriors should be winning a championship or, or contending for a championship that you forget that watching a young player career grow it's like we're gonna watch it with trey lance and i know right i just said i wasn't gonna talk niners but like we're gonna watch it i know we're gonna both hey it's all we got and it's all it's all we got we're gonna watch that kid grow and it just it hasn't happened with the warriors in so long since since steph probably and and right steph wasn't raw like kaminga was either and and clay and dre and that whole group and even looney like looney you throw that category to where Right. It took a while for him because of the hip surgeries or whatnot, but he finally got there. But I think, now I remember 2017 and 18, I think it was 2018 with Steve Kerr. Remember at media day, he said, look, man, we're going to lean on the youth. We want the Jordan Bells, you know, right. and the Quinn Cooks and the Jacob Evans and Patrick McCall to take that step, to take that. And it just never happened for him. Never happened. We know the stories. It just didn't, they didn't develop, you know, and they were top heavy, but now to see him top heavy and have that youth movement and they're getting run like Moody. We don't talk enough about Moody. He's mature for a youngster. You know, he's a he was a freshman last he might year be in college. He you might know, be he feels like he's 30, right? Like, this guy's more mature than me, and I'm knocking out 40. Like, Moody <laughs> is just he's just so eloquent the way he talks. And, you know, but they're in a great spot in terms of development, and that's the cool part. Like, when we think about the – I'm bringing up the Niners here, but when they were developing, like, the Frank Gores of the world and the Verda Davises, it was cool to see them take that next step to finally break – you know, break that hump and get over that hump. Like any team, any superstar, where they're this raw, 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 they're knocking out the door. So to see these guys develop in season, why they're playing big games in the regular season, I think it's freaking cool, man. It's Kaminga and Moody, like the Warriors are in good hands. And of course, Jordan Poole, you can't forget about him. Like, dude's a playmaker. That's the guy. I mean, that that's the guy where, you know, you get a seventh pick, you know, the guy's going to be talented. You get a late lottery pick, 14, he's going to be talented. Yeah, um, but you pick, he's gonna be talented. Oh yeah. shit! I, 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 I should have said you get a number two pick. He's gonna be talented even if he's injured. But a twenty eighth pick, thirtieth or whatever he is, yeah. that development. I mean, his hard work, coaching, and just this whatever it is, all of it. I mean, Jordan Poole right. is that success story. I mean, he's shit, man. He's gonna make some big buckets in the postseason, dude. Think about where it started with him. Like that fits you. Oh my season, god, was up, it was bad. It was bad. It was. I mean, like, I oh, was. Man, I was yelling you know? how bad he was. I feel bad. Dude, now it was that bad. He got to the G League. He came back up that rookie year. I think people forget that rookie year. He came back up, and then the pandemic hit. But he was starting to ascend a little bit, not to the level he's at now or even last season. But I was like, all right, he's improved a little bit. There's some marked improvement. All right, he doesn't look overwhelmed. And then last year, he gets off to the to the horrific start. Goes to the G League, comes back, and doesn't look back. I mean, he averaged 15 the rest of the season, but he made big shots. And you're like, oh, this is the talent he has. Oh, I didn't know he could do this with the ball. I didn't know he could get to the rack like that. I didn't know he was a good free throw shooter. And now you look at him, you know, he looks like a future (laughs) all-star. He's got some tricks in his bag that I did not think he had two and a half years ago. So uh, he shocked a lot of us. And again, a credit to the development staff, working with them in the G League, keeping his confidence up. And yeah, of course, it's, it helps playing with Steph and Clay and Dre. You're going to play some of the easiest basketball of your career. You're going to see one-on-one coverage. I love when Kenny Smith always says with Shaq, look, Kobe Bryant's one of the greatest one-on-one players ever, and he got to play one-on-one because of Shaq. 
You know what I mean? Like Cal, Poole, and Wiggins, good one-on-one players, get to play a lot of one-on-one because everybody's petrified as Steph and Clay uh, with the ball in their hands and, of course, with their shot-making ability from deep. Yeah, and and let's tie into the other young player, the one who hasn't played this season. Timing perfect. Today, James Wiseman, first workout with con- with contact of the season. Three on threes in um, in Utah. We all saw the clips on social. Seems like he's actually ramping up. And if, every, <laughs> if everything progresses, I think we're going to probably see him right after the All-Star break. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. We don't know how uh-huh. it's going to go. Injury rehab's been weird. Um, wait a minute, wait a minute, Sam, 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 hold on, hold on. Yeah. How did you go ramping up without even breaking a smile, cracking a smile or anything? <laughs> I follow y'all all the time on Twitter, and I know what the word is, ramping up now. People are getting irate over the word I'm a, ramping I'm a pro- up. It's the I'm, new buzzword, right? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a professional, Bonte. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was next level, man. I don't know how you keep, I don't know how you kept the straight face talking about ramping it up. I know it drives everybody crazy, man, but go ahead, finish the question. Uh, Andy, that's pro work right there. That's professional work. You guys have come a long way in the Light Years podcast. Unbelievable. Oh, We're trying to be like you guys, man. We just we nah, you don't want to be like <laughs> you don't want to be like us, man. Trust me. <laughs> you hear how depressed we are already. Yeah. You don't want those problems, I just, man. I just, I just thought that's because of 5 a.m., man. I was uh I, I couldn't listen to you guys, by the way. I'm just letting you know for a week after the Niners did what they did. Oh, I said, no, absolutely. I love Shaq. Husky's energy, you guys are no. just pure, pure radio silence. No. You know, we don't, we don't need to go there. That's another no. question. We don't need to go there. No, but anyway, no. What, 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 what do you think about Big Jim, man? What do you, let's, 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 let's take a let's get back level. What do you want to see from him when he comes back in context of this season? We all want him to be a great player long term, no but like the Warriors situation is different. They could legitimately win a title this year. So, mm-hmm. how does he fit into this equation? from now until June? You know, I, I, I've i kind of recalibrated my thought process, process on him because I thought, like everybody, he'd be back by December, mid-December. Right. And, of course, he didn't come back. And he, we find out he has ortho, you know, arthroscopic surgery. So it's like, all right, maybe January. Now we're getting to the end of the All-Star break. Um, if he could give us – if he could give the Warriors 10 to 12 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes a game, if that, it play a nice role, I'm cool with that. Because they do, they do need that vertical space. He got sides. Looney, I love him to death. <clears throat> but sometimes, you know, he's got the pump fake. He can't get up off the ground like Big Jim. So I, I got hopes that Looney could just be a nice role player for this team and learn on the fly and just get on the court and start to build his confidence. Because that's that's what it is. Last year was such – I don't want to say it was a disaster because I do think we saw glimpses of his potential. But being thrust in that spot, you got the Kelly Oubre Juniors of the world. You got the Kit Bazemores. He plays three college games, and all of a sudden, Anthony Edwards and Lamelo's around him balling. You know, mentally, he's like, man, I'm trying to do my thing. Like, I'm not trying to be a bust. I'm not trying to be the next Greg Olden or, you know, Anthony Bennett or whatnot. So that weighs on a youngster. You're away from home for the first time. Give me 10 to 15 minutes this year. I'm not asking for much. It just shows more glimpses of what the future can look like. And, like, I'm watching him in three-game warm-ups. He's working on the corner three. He's working on the elbow jumper. He got hops, man. He's bigger and stronger. Can he clear a rebound? Does he know when to screen? He's, he's a huge – He's going he's he's to make DeAndre basketball. Ayton look like a normal guy. Like, it's going to be – No, you're right. He, he does look normal uh, next to DeAndre. He's gotten so much bigger. So, look, this year, give me 
carve me out a nice roll to crack that rotation 10 to 15 minutes and just continue to show us glimpses. Because like you said, Sam, we can't expect him to be all of a sudden LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, and have that type of production coming off these injuries. Show us a glimpse because I keep salivating over the thought of, man, if Wiseman is right and you got Kaminga in that front court with Poole and Moody in the future, damn, that's dangerous. That is dangerous stuff right there. So just carve out a nice role this year, they're, man. I'm not expecting much. They're they're giving him that role. I mean, they're not giving him the role, but they're they're giving him the role. Like it's it's Let's they're get it not, there. Yeah, Let's like get it's there. there. Yeah, like and you know of, what? Bellinelli, you're not Bellinelli. Uh, Bielita had something uh, had something to do with it because he had a stretch where he didn't play well. Right. So those minutes right, right there, the five, they it's right there. Because right we there. don't know about Draymond. Looney right. may get in foul trouble. It's there for him to take it. So I want to see him take those minutes right. and show that, hey, man, I'm worthy of that two pick. Everybody calm down. I'm all right. I'm healthy now. But I do like the Costas approach to saying, hey, Let's ramp it. I know ramping it up, ramp it up. We've been hearing about it for so ramp long. It up. But they've been cautious. And part of the Almost reason ramp. why you've been able to be, yeah, ramp it up. Part of the reason why they could be cautious because you're 41 and 13. Right. So when you win these games, it's like, dude, I'm not rushing them back for a mid-January regular season. The regular season doesn't right. really mean anything to Warrior fans anymore. It's about staying healthy for the playoffs and yeah, getting they, that rotation right for the postseason. They're playing Utah tomorrow and Juan might play center. Um, but and and everyone's yeah. gonna be I like, play oh, center. They don't have enough big yeah. men, and then the next day, no one will remember it. It doesn't matter. Nobody will remember. Once you start, once you start rolling through wins the way they have, you can get away with a few of these games. Where you're like, man, I really don't want to watch uh, Chris Chioza play like 20 minutes a game, but whatever. You know, in the scheme of things, not having hey. last year. Hey. Different Jeez, what a great fourth quarter in San Antonio. He was I, magical. On, let me ask you guys, how fun was that win? How fun was that win, dude? In San Antonio. <laughs> was that your favorite one like, of the season? It's one of them, man. It was hilarious. But, you know, <laughs> it was fun to see Bully and D-Wright be into it. And D-Wright, when they were down 15, was like, yo, they're going to come back and steal this game. I'm like, come on, D-Wright, man. Like, uh, let's, let's get some elements together, man. It's going to be a loss. People are not going to be tuned in. And they come back and win and see Mullen smiling about it just see the growth just within that game and Steph celebrating like that's the one thing yeah Steph is such a yeah. great superstar to see him on the bench the entire game in an OG velour suit celebrating that <laughs> win with them that was great man that was a highlight dude that was great I was uh I, I Steph by the way D Wright I got like three things in my head right now that I want to say uh the first one is has D Wright ever raised his voice I don't, I don't, very, very patient, man. He's very, he seems like he's too nice almost. Uh, too smooth, man. He's yeah. so cool, man. He's yeah. such a good dude. Like D Wright, you wouldn't even know that he played in the NBA. Like genuine <laughs> dude, knows the game inside and out. So we just try to bring it out of him, man. He's right. funny. We give him his elements, man. He's got that laugh. He'll just get stuck. I love it when he just gets stuck because something will be laughing about behind the scenes. I'll bring, I'll bring it to air. And he'd be like, come on, Vate, man. Come on. And he's just going to say, no, that's some of my favorite moments, man. So D-Wright is smooth, man. And he's always like, like, I saw some some questions at the Potters where the tweeters had. Look, man, if y'all expect me to dress as well as D-Wright, come on, man. I don't play in the NBA. I never have. All right? I work in radio, dog. You know what I'm saying? I'm low, man, on the total ball. Don't ever expect to see me in some Gucci's. All right? So let's stop it. Stop it. Leave my suits alone, man. I'm trying out here. And he said, Damn. I stopped. I, I stopped. You, dude, I got to tell you, that made me quit the cardigans, man. Well, I quit the cardigans partly because of that pandemic weight. But, man, I didn't even thought about wearing the cardigans this year. I'm petrified. I did, I did tweet about it like eight times. I was I was a little harsh. but 
<laughs> oh man, no, it was uh, it, it's a lot of fun, man. With you know, D. Wright is so smooth, man. He's so funny. He's so even keel too. And I think that's what his game was like in the NBA. Like, he doesn't have a lot of trash talking stories, and a lot of players, whenever we're at the arena, they go up to D. Wright and they respect the hell out of him. So you know, he he definitely earned his respect while being in the league for considering the role that he carved out later in his career, being a three and D guy. Yeah, definitely. Warrior favorite, by the way. He was uh, key 100%. on those teams in uh, 2009, 2010, 2000. Yep. <laughs> right before Joe Lacob took over the team. I want to, I'm sorry, someone just sent this to me and it is distracting me. And <laughs> last one, last topic. We are going to end on this topic because oh boy. it's too good. I'm scared. From friend of the show, Sha- Shaquille O'Neal. I've heard from a powerful source inside the Lakers organization. They're right where they want to be. They'd rather play Phoenix in the first round than Golden State. Stop. Stop it. Stop. In, the mid- in the middle of the Lakers getting blown <laughs> off the floor by the Stop Milwaukee Bucks. Stop your th- it. Your thoughts. Oh, man, that's great stuff. That's great content. That's great content. I may have to bring that up on the morning show. I'm going to play the sound and everything. You know what? Because the Lakers, as funny as it sounds, the Lakers probably do feel like they can beat them. Because the last year, the way it ended, Anthony Davis getting hurt. Uh, I mean, again, the Suns caught a lot of breaks last year, but they're not beating Phoenix in a seven-game series, man. They're not. Come on, dude. Let's Shaq. What are we doing? I'm, I'm <laughs> loving the fact that Shaq throws out there that they don't want to play the Warriors and they're trying to purpose, <laughs> they they're purposely to the manipulate it so that they play the Phoenix Suns. Devin, I, I Booker, Devin Booker might average 45 in that series. Oh, like you, know, you don't think Malik Monk's lock him down? <laughs> no. Malik Monk, dude. dude this Laker defense is so – like they just look – did you – I don't know, Bonte, if you watched the first quarter, Russ went like 0 for 5 or whatever, and yeah, I, honestly, I, I, I thought I he was going to cry. Did you see his face? I feel bad. Dude, I feel bad for him. I feel I bad for him because, like dude, I swear to God, we know about my greatest with Russell Westbrook. Like, and what's cold? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, about, what that. that's right. He's one of D Wright's best friends. You oh, know what I'm saying? So I'm like, hey, D Wright, man. LA guys. Russ, right. man. Dude, Christmas when the Warriors beat him uh, the year they won 15 games a couple years ago, 2020 or fall of 2019, <laughs> pandemic season. They're in town for Christmas and Westbrook's coming off the floor. And I'm with Whitley Sandretto. Right. And Westbrook looked me up and down, and Whitley goes, oh, my God, he don't like you. Westbrook don't rock with you, dog. He knows who you are, and he just looks you up and down, like oh, just man. straight up trying to punk me going to the media center. But I do feel bad for him because, dude, he's in his hometown, dog. Yeah. Now he can't even eat free in his own hometown, <laughs> dude. He can't show up in Santa Monica. He can't be in Beverly Hills shopping, dog. You know what I'm saying? He can't he's be starving. in Hollywood around those Laker fans. And we knew the second that trade was executed, yeah. it was not going to work. Yeah. His game with LeBron's game, it's not going to work. And now he's not even hitting the rim. Like, he hit the other side of the backboard. You know what I'm saying? I feel bad. I feel they're leaving him open. Lakers, his teammates ain't even looking at him on a three-point line. No more. It the, is cold. The fans are telling him not to shoot. You seen that clip where he yeah, was? I did see that. Oh, dude. my. I, I saw that, Andy. That, I just... that, that was – I feel bad for him. I can't believe I'm saying that. I feel bad for Westbrook. I hope he gets traded to a decent team and can figure it out and develop a mid-range jumper or whatnot. But, man, it is it is hilarious. And I hope Shaq's right because I would want to see the Lakers and Phoenix. Like, the fact that the Lakers don't even – What did LeBron say a couple of weeks ago? That just blew me away. He said, 
somebody asked about defense and what's going on with your defense. He goes, all our defensive stoppers are in health and safety protocols. And I'm like, what defensive stoppers? Are you talking about yourself? Trevor I not talking about himself. Dude, LeBron is out there dogging it on defense, man. And so it's not – it's tough to watch the Lakers. That's how bad they are. Like, it's tough. As much as I want to laugh at them, I'm like, damn, I'd rather watch Power. I'd rather watch something on HBO <laughs> Max. I'd rather watch me, Euphoria. Dude, Dude, yeah, yeah, I'd rather run back Kirby enthusiasm or something, dude. This Laker game is trash, bro. Like, and they're getting blood out right now. Just like, I can't watch this, dude. This ain't hoop. I don't know what they're doing. And by the way, that, that is how we'll end the show. The Lakers, the Lakers doing what they do this season. The Warriors being as great as they are. Bonte Hill, Man. sir, appreciate you. I appreciate you guys ramping it up on this podcast, ramping up the energy, and you know what? It, it's all good. It's good to be back on the light years, man. I, tell you, I swear to God, if you slander my suits again, I'm going to get on you about those jorts. I'm going to leave Sam alone, but I'm going to get on you about those jorts, dog. I see you. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.